Hey, you're listening to the Prime Culture Podcast. This Prime Culture is for the dreamers, the schemers, and the believers. We're here to introduce a whole new generation to the abundant life. We're here for the prime of our lives. Well, welcome to the Five Culture Podcast, everyone. I'm your host. I'm not even on the payroll yet, but I'm here hosting you. Bro, I like it. Yeah? Yeah. It gets so weird. You get so weird when you know you're recording. It gets so weird. Like, we were chilling. I was like... (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Okay, let's go. Okay. Hey, welcome. Welcome to the You did it. That was a good job, bro. Yeah. Good job. We like the bar- baritone coming through. Yeah, that's what right. Are you, what are you trying to say about my voice? No, no, no. I'm just saying I hadn't heard his voice. It was good projection coming from my end. That's what she said. From the saying. diaphragm. Thank you. Diaphragmic. The right breathing space. Diaphragmic. Yes. Diaphragmic. But hey, welcome. You just came back from New York. New York. New York. Concrete jungles, what dreams are made of. Come on. That's all I know. Me too. Empire State of Mind, man. Yeah, bro. It was super dope. Super dope. We were in New York. You know, this is a first first for us. Typically, the girls will travel, like, if we're doing, like, traveling for work or, like, ministry, typically the girls travel with me. I got to travel because of the girls. Yeah, yeah. It was super dope. That's amazing. Which, shameless plug, um, we, were the, we were with our friend Destiny Marco, who, if you don't know who Destiny Marco is, we're just going to- We're gonna, about to name drop. We're going to name like drop. <laughs> uh, follow her on IG, Instagram. Destiny Marco Music at Destiny Marco Music. She does Christian, Spanish, Latin, yeah, English, uh, like English vibes, re- like reggaeton type yeah, vibes. Yeah, she's dope, guys. Bro, she's super dope. And she's super coming. Dope. She's coming in May. For she's the coming conference. to women's yeah. conference and may make an appearance at a culture night. We shall see. She's a homie, bro. Yeah. She can sing, sing. She can sing, sing. Yeah, she's she's, she's dope. super dope. Like super dope. So, um, the girls got a super cool opportunity to be in a music video she shot. In New York City. So she like was super random at first, right? Like with Diana was like, yo, the girls are going to be in my music video. Diana's like, what? Are they? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it was a cool opportunity. Yeah, it was super dope. So we were there. uh, So what'd you do? Highlights. Tell us. Highlights. New York pizza. Bro, bro, New York pizza. Yeah. 100%. First time trying it. New York pizza was super dope. We ate at, we stayed at this Dope hotel called The Borough in Long Island City, Long Island City, City. Queens. Queens. Ooh. So we were in Queens, New York. We were like 10 minutes from Midtown Manhattan. So Manhattan. So I'm like from New York, right? Goes to New York from one New time. York. Comes, back, York. comes back. Comes back. Coffee. Let me get some coffee. Let me get some coffee. Ayo, we're podcasting here. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. <laughs> oh my God. Anyway, um, we from we were we were like ten minutes from Midtown Manhattan. Like it was it was incredible. Yeah, it was dope. So, uh, we, we there was this place called BB's Pizza inside of the hotel, which according to Yelp is the best pizza in Queens. Now, if you're from Queens, don't at me. I yeah, don't know. We don't, we don't know. know. I'm a tourist. We were going according to Yelp, and it I'm was incredible. And that was your first time. In, in the girl, the girls, first time, Diana's first yeah. time. I, I got a chance to hang to out New there. I'm so bro, jealous. for real, yeah, bro, you gotta go. It's it's a dope experience. Like the city vibes, the food, the people. Like it was awesome. Good we, coffee, great coffee. Um, we didn't get any necessary like that was local per se. But watch, we um, got some solid Starbucks. We in got New some, York, bro. Baby. Yo, 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 yo. So we got solid Starbucks. Yeah. So you know how like Starbucks has the reserves. Like so, you have like the Starbucks reserve. Yes. So check it. They have something even a little bit higher than the reserve. They have Starbucks roastery, right? There's only six of them in the world. No and one, idea. Yeah. And one of them is in Chelsea, Soho, New York City. So we got to go and we were in there and I was like, yo, this is mad luxurious. Like <laughs> mad luxurious, mad fancy. Bro, it was it. That's amazing. It was it. It was it. Super dope. Um, got to go to a great church yeah. on Sunday, Evangel Church. The church is almost 100 years old. Um, wow. Just phenomenal church. The, ch- the church we were at has the uh, biggest food pantry in, in all, all of, of New, New York, York City. Like, think about that. Biggest food pantry in all of New York City. During pandemic, they were feeding some, I think, he's, I think they told me somewhere between like five to 7,000 people a day. Every day. A day. 
That's insane. So yeah, yeah. it was it was a very unique experience. Yeah, wow. they're hard for people for just um it's mainly a lot of homeless people, migrants, and just the pastor's heart for just loving on people that can do nothing for them is so remarkable. Yeah. Like their heart to serve their city is so beautiful. So if you're, you know, if you're just thinking about New York, pray for Evangel Church. We believe that the Lord's yeah. hand on them Come for on. something so special. Evangel Church. Evangel. Mm-hmm. Um, cool. It was one of those things, bro, where, um, you know how like you meet somebody and immediately you're like, my heart is tied to you. Yeah. It felt like we were at the end of it. So like we were at the end of the, of like everything happening. So it's like Sunday night. So Monday morning, everyone's leaving. Right. So like we actually rode up <clears throat> to that because we went to like the Statue of Liberty. Actually, we didn't go to Statue. We didn't get to go to all the way to Statue of Liberty. We went to the park, Battery Park, where you can see the Statue of Liberty from kind of like off in the distance because like the, the boat rides and stuff were closed down. Um, so we went with the director of the music video that the girls were in um, and someone that was traveling, like his assistant. Um, and so we were kicking it, whatever. And so we get back to the hotel um, we go to the roastery, blah, 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 whatever. All that happened, whoop de whoop um, So we get to the hotel, and, like, we're, like, we're, get off the elevator, right? <clears throat> and it was like, yo, is this it? <laughs> right, bro? <clears throat> Low-key, I felt, like, a little emotional. I was like, bro, I feel like this is the end of camp. Wow. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. if you ever had, like, a, like like summer, a summer camp, camp experience yeah. where, like, you meet your new friends, and you're like, bro, we're, we're, we're best friends forever, right? <laughs> Which was dope because like I was so encouraged. But I'll tell you this: I was so encouraged because I w- we were surrounded by young adults. Yeah. Because Destiny's like twenty eight, her husband's like thirty. Um, no, he's eight years older. He's thirty six. Um, but like the, the 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 director, the photographer, makeup people doing makeup, um, all the whole posse, the entourage. Yeah. They were all young adults, right? And like, bro, you know this, Felipe. You're around it. Like <clears throat> when you're kind of like in the industry part of Christianity per se, you, you, you kind of just like, man, I don't know, like people are just funny sometimes. Right. Bro. I was so encouraged because like they were all like hardcore go after Jesus, yeah. the yeah. presence of the Lord type of type of people like on Sunday morning in church, bro. Like the makeup artist was like, also saying led worship Going in like the the guy who's he's a he's like a Grammy a Grammy nominated video director, um actually helped me translate the message. So he put his camera oh, down. That was him. That yeah. was him. Wow. He put his camera down. He's like, "No, nah, man, my dad's a pastor. I translate for him every Sunday. Let me translate you. for you. I got you, fam." You didn't preach in Spanish. He was going back and forth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So Lucia, the church is bilingual. Lucia started. Lucia, wait, wait, I'm not like... disappointed in you, just so you know. <laughs> I'm not, I felt bad for this. I was like, wait, wait, no, I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. No, no I so just sorry. thought you would. You know, you, you do it all the time. You're great. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I don't know. They just wanted to translate. They wanted bilingual. Yeah. They wanted yeah. English and Spanish because the church is both. Right? So he steps up, man. I'm like, bro, I, I legit told him. I was like, bro, I was so surprised because typically in this, like you're when you're in the industry, you don't rock like this. Like yeah. you don't carry it like this, right? You graduate serving bro, church. Bro, dude, like. It was incredible. That's so, amazing. so like, it just gives me so much hope for our young adults, right? Our young adult generation. It gives me so much hope that um, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna say that say it the way I'm thinking about it, like that you can pursue an industry gift, right? Like I'm making videos, I'm creating content, yeah. I'm super dope. I'm actually relevant in in the secular the world. world. Yeah, you know what I mean. Right. Like I'm relevant in the secular world, and God has given me a gift, which. Okay, I'm. We're three minutes into the podcast. I'm getting preached already, but like, if your gift doesn't work everywhere, mm. then I don't know that you are who you think you are. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, yeah. your gift should be able to work in sacred spaces and secular spaces. Yeah, come on, right? Because it makes an impact. It's a, it's the presence of God, right? So now there's this guy who's been who's been nominated for Grammys for the work he's done, saying, "No, nah, man, I'm gonna stand next to you and help you preach the word of God." Like that blew my mind, That's bro. Incredible. Yeah. I was just like, dude, this is sick. So that just gives me so much hope for our young adults. Like, man, it came, it actually refreshed me and and challenged me to pray for our young adults because I think what happens a lot of times is our young adults think the only way I can serve God is getting on a platform at right, my church. The only way sure. I can serve God is grabbing a microphone at my church. It's like, no, bro. Like, if you're if you're studying finance, go yeah. go make money for the glory of God. A lot. You know what I'm saying? Like for real, and build the kingdom. I literally mm-hmm. gave a word to to a young adult couple. Um, at our church, and I said, "Man, you're going to be seven, or maybe even seven at least, eight figure people to the glory of God, Amen. right? Like you know." And so I think, um, I think, however you're gifted, it 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 
should be able to navigate both the sacred space yeah. and the secular space. Cause God is God of all of it. He's not just, he's not just God in your sacred spaces. Yeah. For you know? Sure. So I was super encouraged, man. Yeah, it was a great trip. Yeah, it was super it was, dope. It was a great trip. It was a super dope trip. We were excited to come home um, and see the fam and get in get get in the booth with you and Diana. So what are um, we talking about today? Uh, well, look, so today what we're talking about <laughs> is um we've been we've been on in the flow of talking about the culture values mm-hmm. for prime culture, right? Um, we talked about being firmly planted, we've talked about integrity, we've talked about uh, we just did a two-part on the authority of the word of God. Um, oh, it was a two part. It was too yeah, long. So, so Andrew, Andrew hits me, right? So like, shout out to Andrew Fung, Andrew to Fung. Micah, Tala, Micah Talamantes, AK, production. the young, the young legend, right? Production booth. The, our production team, man, just for crushing sure. the game. Um, for real, what a gift, what a gift they are. Um, and so Andrew reached out, he said, man, I'm listening to this content, man. It's incredible. Um, but man, an hour and a half is, feels kind of long. We're going to cut it. And I said, Andrew, you're the creative director, bro. I trust you. Make that call, G. You know, so it's, uh, that's why it was a two-part episode. That's awesome. Um, You know, um, and so today we're going to stay on our culture values, which before we jump into what it's going to be today, I just want to shout out the culture. Yeah. Uh, Looking at our metrics and our engagement, this season of the podcast has been the one where we've been the most engaged. Let's go. Right? And so, yeah, Let's man, go. it's been the one we've been the most engaged. Press a button. We were Do getting, something. Bro, you better hit, hit him with some horns. <laughs> yes, sir. That's yes, sir. for the culture. And so, listen, it makes a difference when you share it, when you talk about it, when you turn on this, turn on the, the alerts, turn on alerts. Thank you, bro. It skipped, I got skipped you my with mic. the alerts, <laughs> my bro. Let's go, my bro. You got me. Turn on the, the, the notifications. Um, subscribe, give us a rating, a review, man. Like li- it, it helps us with the algorithms Yeah, yeah. for it does. Right. So anyway, um, just shout out to the culture sure. and shout out to the Holy ghost, man. The Holy spirit has just been prompting us in going in this direction. And I've gotten so much, so much feedback on the content that we've, that we've been putting yeah. out, mm-hmm. um, where our young adults are just like, and the culture is like, yo, like we need this, man. We need this, which y'all are talking about right now. We need it. So thank you, Jesus. Thank Amen. you guys for listening, man, for real. Like you guys are the real ones. Um, so speaking of real ones today, we're talking about authentic community. One of my Come favorite on. things, one yeah. of my favorite aspects of doing life with Jesus is that Jesus, you cannot have a relationship with Jesus for real. You can't have an authentic relationship with Jesus if you're not having an authentic life together with other Jesus followers. Yeah, mm-hmm. with other so believers. So something we value and we hold close to us at Prime Culture is having authentic community. And so when like, I mean, you were in the conversations when we were crafting and drafting our um, our value statements, it was important for us to put authentic yeah. Yeah. in front of community. Because the truth is we're in all kinds of community. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, what's your favorite Instagram account right now? Oh my goodness. <laughs> uh, my wife's. Wow. Shout out. Oh God, bro, that's cheap. Point, point, point. I love you, girl. Stop. Stop. That's it. You can't At least M. Trejo. At um, least M. Trejo on Instagram. Go blow her up. Oh, I, I don't know. I mean, can I look at my phone? Yeah, look at yeah. your phone. That's fine. <laughs> but there's not rules to this There's thing, no, bro. It's, it's not like, a pop quiz. Okay. Mine is Style Vogue. I, I love fashion. Okay. What's yeah. Style Vogue? Fashion. For it's real? just, yeah, different looks that are put together. The latest fashion's coming out. If you didn't know, I, you know, I really love fashion. I enjoy that. That's you know, awesome. I enjoy this page uh, on interior design, actually. If you guys didn't know, I enjoy interior design a lot. And um, I don't do it because I have three kids right now. Same. That's why I don't go into fashion. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, I would say that there's, um, I I can't find it right now, but I follow, I follow this account because I stay hungry. Um, Oh, no, so like, you're saying like, we're shallow? You're going to no, sign no, no, with no. a holy account? <laughs> no, man, let me finish. Okay, go ahead. Oh my gosh. Judge, you know, like judge lately. Hello, <laughs> Jesus. Judge much? Um, no, hungry. Like I'm hungry. Oh, like I'm okay, hungry. Okay, okay. Like oh, I want to okay. eat lunch. Not like I hunger and, I and hunger thirst, and thirst for, for righteousness. righteousness. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> I stay hungry, fam. Okay, I'm hungry, okay, right? Okay. I'm hungry. Architect it's, Digest. Oh, there you go. Oh, that's a I good like account. I follow. Yeah. I follow Architect I, Digest. I do too, honestly. Okay, snobby. Like okay. Okay. No, that's dope. That's dope. That's dope. Um, I love Architect Digest. I follow them. Um, but there's an account called brisket mafia 
That sounds like you. Bro. <laughs> bro. For sure. Streets of bro, brisket. Bro. Brisket mafia is the best. Um, cause I'm trying to, I'm trying to, um, I got goals right now with my eating. Um, so like I can't eat it. So I just go look at it. You know I just saying? think that's nuts. If I would look at it, I want to eat it. Yeah. That doesn't like, work I for me. Ju- yeah, it works me for me, man. It works for it him. Works for- Dude, this is a true story. Every Monday, every Monday I go and I hit refresh. I have an open page on my, on my this Chrome is account. On my Chrome account. I have an open page. Let me see. <laughs> I'm going to prove it to you guys. I have an open page on my Chrome account. Um, here it is. Watch. I thought I what, had it open, but tell bro, us what it refreshes. Crumble cookie, the menu of the week. The cookies available for you that week. You just want to know what it is. Yes! I just want to know, bro. He doesn't eat it, and I am a testimony. He has not eaten it, but he tells me every week what the <laughs> menu is. I'm all, bro. Why are we talking about cookies? You're like, oh, look at the cinnamon roll. For bro, real, that probably is good, bro. Yes. All right. So like this week, it, it works like this. It. it works like this because this week, like I'm like, oh okay, I'm not missing anything. I don't. I'm not into. I'm not into maple bacon. I'm not into pink donut. I'm not into brownie batter. I'm not into mint chip ice cream cookies. No, that like, doesn't sound good. I'm not missing anything, right? Um, and then. What like, about when you are missing? When, bro, so anything that's peanut butter. I love peanut butter cookies, bro. Anything that's like peanut butter Don't bring in peanut ish. butter cookies, guys. So we're on a plan. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Um, but like I'll look and I'm just like, oh man, I can't wait. Like I literally build hope when I look at when I I know that's so weird, but it works for me. It's if a it weird thing, bro. You, it works for it's you. a weird thing, right? But I look and I'm like, man, man, when I hit my goals, I'm gonna have I'm gonna eat that one right there. No regrets. That, that, that's no regrets. Crazy. That's the flavor I'm gonna eat. That's amazing. Isn't that funny? Yeah, that bro. Is funny. Um Dude, so I think I think here's what I think is interesting. I think like like I said, you can have all kinds of different types of community. Yeah. Um, but like like for me, like I'm in community with Brisket Mafia, but Brisket Mafia is not community with me. Right. Do you mm. know what I'm saying? And so that's Very a good. form of community, right. but it's not necessarily authentic because it's only one way. It's only yeah. one way. Yeah. So I think authentic community is a chance to be known authentically by mm. somebody else, right? You deeply better say that, Pastor. To be deeply known by a whole nother person is authentic right. to and me. It's fifty fifty. 100, 100. Well, okay, yeah. That's what I meant to say. Equal parts. That's yes. what I meant to say. Yes, Um, And what I what I love what you said, fully known, fully seen is something yes. that we say all the time. And we recently just started saying it, but to me it's transformed the way that I even engage in relationships where I'm like, hey, you know what? This is all, I haven't shared anything about me with you. Yes. Like we just did an exercise. This, this well, I don't want to call it an exercise. We had a moment of ministry in our staff right. this morning. And um, I found out what like three of our people in our team were like actually struggling with and mm. needed some prayer. And some reason what that does that immediately is like it makes you feel like you know you know them better. Exactly. Even though you're exposing in a way, quote unquote, like you're like well, you step into vulnerability. Yeah. Even though you're exposing your unclean laundry or whatever, you actually the return of that is actually relationship authentic relationship of course you should watch who you share with but yeah that's another conversation well i think it's part of the conversation because some people don't know what authentic community is and they feel like everybody should be in authentic community at all times and that's where discernment comes in where you have to know that you can't share everything with everybody all the time i think i think that's a big i think that's a yeah. big statement right um but what I want to do is be able to bring it down to like a much more yeah, let's break it down granular organic level because like church pros know exactly what you mean when you say have discernment about where you can know and be known right right but like if I'm a 22 year old college student and I find myself in tension in between relationships I'm not who I used to be I'm mm-hmm. not who I want to be right and so I'm in the tension of becoming. And in becoming, it's cost me the re- the relationships and the friends I used to have, who the the previous version of me were friends with that, but I'm not friends yeah. there anymore. Or I just got saved, right? Right, and I'm trying to destroy, or I'm not trying. Yeah, I'm trying to overcome and destroy certain patterns and habits in my right. life. And I, rec- and I recognize that a lot of a lot of the a lot of the the patterns are connected to my social circles and mm-hmm. my social influences. So it's like, okay, I get it. I don't have friends right now. I'm really needy. I want companionship because that's mm-hmm. a that's a basic hierarchy. I don't know if you guys know that, yeah. like, right? So, like, a lot of people may have taken like a psych class, you know, just to get it out of your general general ed credits. Yeah. Right. So that's Maslow, right? Ma- Maslow's hierarchy hierarchy of needs in the second tier is companionship. 
right? That's not even like a high level actualization. It's like, okay, Basic. right. Right. No, Water, for real. It's shelter. food, shelter, uh-huh. safety, right? And then next it's companionship, some sort of romantic interaction, the ability to mate, whatever. Um, that sounds funny to say mate, but, but, but to have a mate, right? Yeah. But then to have some sort of social companionship. And so psychologically there's a need, right? Yeah. So there's a drive in all of us, yeah, right? Yeah. When people are like, oh man, I just need just me and Jesus. First of all, that's not the Bible. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, just uh, just me and Jesus, we got it. Like, if you follow accounts that say that, unfollow them right now. Do yourself a favor and unfollow those accounts because that's right. not We're biblical. We're made for relationships. Yeah, right? Because Jesus could have been by himself, but what did he do immediately when he came into public ministry? Surrounding himself with the young adults. Come on, somebody. <laughs> right? No, yeah, right. He, he builds a community, uh-huh. right? Our God. Um, look, so my job is to give us theological framework and then we'll talk about, because think about what discernment looks like practically. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, but why does community matter? Because at the, the way we view God, he's God in community, father, son, Holy spirit. They commune with each other and they, ex- and it's an expression of God. And I don't know how they do it, but like in, in creation, they create in community, mm-hmm. right? What do they say? Let us mm-hmm. make man in our image. Hmm. Interesting. Right. Um, so the truth is this, like, I don't know what, what context of community has been for you lately. And maybe you have a bad taste in your mouth. Maybe you're, yeah. maybe, you know, maybe, maybe you're, you're, you're walking away from negative community and you're in a season of solitude. Okay. I get that. Um, there's a difference between being in solitude versus being isolated. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, for sure. but I think you, you said something really, really key that we have to be able to choose community well. Yeah. Right. Wisely. So, so when I hear you say discernment, I hear you say uh, what the way I, I think about it very simple. I try to think about it simply in my, in my mind is, man, I want to choose wisely. Mm-hmm. I want to choose good. What are some ways of choosing community well and wisely? Go ahead. sir. <laughs> well, I, I think everyone, every young adult is exposed to some, some sort of community, which is why discernment is important. So I, the way that I would choose community wisely is where I like a practical thing. Um, I would say is like, are, do you feel fully, at least close to fully yourself in in that place? For example, like Diana and Cruz have been in my life for a long time um, and I love them deeply. And I feel like around you, I could be like, I'm not second guessing whether I'm putting the right picture in front of you oh, or cool. I'm not. Does that make sense? So it's yeah. like, I'm, I'm a, I feel fully seen, but also I feel fully accepted. Mm-hmm. And again, accepted doesn't mean that they let me do whatever I want or that they're not going to call anything out, right. right? Which we can get into right. that later. But I feel, I have the ability to not um, filter any part of me. That's, good. that's the best way that I would say it. So that's one practical way. It's like, if I feel like I'm filtering myself to a community around me, Maybe I don't feel like it's fully authentic yet. Maybe there's like some boundaries. I'm like, I'm, I'm not sure. You haven't, I haven't seen you fully. Yeah, yeah, for sure. You know? yeah, absolutely. I, I don't know good. what you did, you know? So I'm, I'm going to stay right here. But yeah. I would say perfect example with you is like, I have no filters when I'm with you. Right. Including, <laughs> <laughs> no, including I, some filters, you know what I mean? No, but I think, I think, I think you just said something really key, right? Like, like one, one of the things that I think you should look for um, when you're choosing the community is the ability for safety. Oh. Mm, right. Yeah. Um, and when we say safety, what we mean, obviously safety for yourself, right? Like physical safety, emotional safety. Mm -hmm. Um, but I think, I think the degree to which, um, you show yourself, you show who you really are, um, keep, keep an eye on it. Like don't fully, like, I, I think, okay. Like a personality like mine, I go, I, I love hard and I love fast, yeah. Right. Like I go all in real quick. Right. That's just my disposition. Um, it's a it's a great strength when it's done with health and discernment. And it comes with and wisdom. But it's a massive liability. Yeah. yeah. Um, when it when I don't have good boundaries. Right. And so the reason I'm saying that is because there some personality types and some dispositions just rush into community. Right. And just love the idea of being accepted or belonging, maybe mm. not even accept, being yeah. accepted, but belonging to something um, that they don't gauge the interaction. Mm-hmm. Community, like you said, is 100, 100, 100, 100. Like we see each other, we confess 
to each other. Mm-hmm. We interact with each other. It's um, it's we have to be really careful because inauthentic community can become disingenuous and it it can become manipulative, where it's like, hey, just tell me. Yeah, yeah. Hey, come share. Like, hey, come tell me. You you come you share, and then now you've exposed everything about yourself. Yeah. But there's no reciprocity. Which would you say? Would you say, like, let's say you're somebody trying to find friends for the first time. Would you say that in the first day, let's talk about, no, I don't want to change the subject, but let's talk about vulnerability, authenticity, fully well, being a, seen. I think that's, I think is, a great point to bring up. What is it? Is it a red flag, would you say, to kind of like feel like you need to pour yourself out the first time that you hang out? Red flag alert. I, Red flag I alert, definitely right? think. Well, I think when you were when you're saying that, like, what are you looking for? I was going to say that is don't rush in. Don't be so hungry for community that you come in, expose it all, and now you're mad because nobody else did. Exactly. You know what I mean? You know, so ooh, that's another not, thing. That's so, not their fault. Exactly. So now you don't know yourself, and then no, everybody knows you. Yeah. Yo, that sounds that sounds like a, like like a culture statement. That's not their fault. That's not their fault. <laughs> yeah. I gave too and much we, of myself. That's not their exactly. fault. Exactly. And we've been there. I gave everything and they gave nothing. That's not their fault. Yeah. It's not. Dang. It's not because you came in so hungry for love, acceptance, belonging that you're like, boom. Yeah. And now you have nothing else, you know? You're like, how? So, boom. <laughs> boom. But you know, that makes me think of like so many unmet expectations that maybe a young adult could have. Yes. Of what authentic. Because let's, let's talk about, for example, the Christian circle. Or like mm. just people who, who love mm. Jesus and are in church context. I feel like sometimes we have expectations for authentic community that are in a way like maybe months down the road, but we want them on the first day or yes. the second day. And then we end up messing good relationships up that could have been really strong. Well, exactly. I, 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 I don't I, finish up. Uh-huh. Just I mean, I, go ahead. I was just going to say we end up messing up <laughs> relationships that, that could have been, been really strong. Could have been really strong, but we just rushed it. And... I, to me, one of the things that I would say to what you asked, like authentic community, what, how do you get that? You you let time happen too. Yes, yes. man. Yes. So yes. proximity and time, I feel, build good relationships and authentic community. Right. You know what I think? I Can think- you imagine me going to your house every weekend when we first met? Be like, bro. Oh, yeah. I'd be like, bro. Sorry, I can't counsel today, bro. <laughs> <laughs> but bro, that's what I, I literally was about to say this though, right? Because I think, I think we live in this generation where it's like hyper therapy. Mm. Like I need a therapist and we look at community as a lane for therapy. That's good. Rather than a place to belong and be known and seen. And it's like, no, well, when I go to my therapist, I just start talking. But yeah. because they, they, um, you pay them <laughs> to listen and, to you. And because they're professionals <laughs> and they can keep a neutral place. And more than right. anything, you pay them. <laughs> <laughs> and, on, and there was an expectation there. Exactly. The therapist exactly. didn't exactly. come expecting Absolutely. you. To, to like, listen to bro, them. Let me listen. Can you listen to me too? Exactly. And be, allow me to be fully seen. Exactly. That's what a therapist would expect. Dang. Exactly. But a friend expects the same from you. Exactly. Like, wait, have we talked about me? Right. Like, I remember I had one, one young adult <laughs> ask me from church, like, hey, um, so like, how could we get closer? And I was like a little bit blunt, to be honest. I was like, well, um, if you want to get closer, I mean, this should be like, like you said, 100, 100. Said, so what do we talk about every time we come, we come together? <laughs> and about- they were like, about me. Yeah. <laughs> so I said, yeah, you just allow that to happen. So that becomes, again, expectation management. Yeah. Authentic community is not a one-way street. This is a a dialogue of sharing, ex, you know, experiences or whatever you're going through. Your turn, my turn, your yeah. turn. And that that builds trust. And I think, I think that's a key, right? Like coming back to something we say at Prime Culture from day one, we're building something here. Mm-hmm. I think you have to look at your friendships and be able to say, man, we're building something here. We're building great, rapport. Great. Yeah. We're building trust. We're building intimacy. Yes. We're building understanding. And I can't do that from day one. I love what you said, that we we miss the opportunity to build a strong relationship because the expectation from day one is this is going to be zero to 100 immediately. And that's and, not intimacy. Right. It's not intimacy. But look, and I'm not trying to make this super deep, but I'm about to just kick us off a cliff real quick. I don't think it's going to go too deep. But we, li- we live in a generation that is driven by hookup culture. Yeah, that's mm. what I was thinking. Right? And mm-hmm. we're looking, we're, 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 we, right? we expect the same thing from friendships and communities that we do from a one night stand. And that's why f- when friendships become tumultuous or something happens in a friendship, you don't have the discipline or uh, even 
like the patience to deal with anybody else's emotions. Why? Because there's been no time, there's been no intimacy, and there's a lot of selfishness. Right. Mm-hmm. No, and I, I, in I, I that agree relationship. with that. Yeah, it's all yeah. about me. And so I don't have time to deal with your stuff. But hey, you know what? I need you to deal with my stuff. Mm-hmm. Right. And because that's what hookup is all about. Yep. Right. Hookup is all about I want to me. meet my needs. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm trying to get mine and go on. Right. And what happens is we'll abandon relationships yes. where we came into them and said, man, I want to be close. I want like, let's, let's, let's build community. But really it's just a means to an end for me to get what I need. And the moment I no longer have a need for that peace I'm out. out and I leave a trail of bodies behind me. Right. Like, and now you've just lost maybe a relationship that could have been lifelong, but because you didn't have the patience or the love to just sit there for a minute, you're out. And, yeah. and you could easily say that what you actually did, what you were looking for authentic community, but what you didn't actually want that. Because no. when you want authentic community, you kind of like commit for the long run. Absolutely. And it comes with what it comes with. But exactly. what makes me think of that is like you, you're using authentic community to meet a need. Yeah. And you're never going to get the benefits of, of, of the benefits of authentic community if you don't use it in the right place in your life. Does that make sense? And I think even now, like since we're a little older than very old, young very adults. Little, little. Like we're I, like two years apart. Yes. Right? <laughs> so I feel like now our uh, thoughts of authentic community is like, are you still going to be here when we're 80? Oof, wow. Come on. You know? The older you get, the more the the smaller your circle gets yeah. because that Dude, question keeps coming up. And your awareness of who you're around actually starts working and you're like wait a minute this relationship cost me a little too much like it's costing me my peace it's costing me my joy like it's not really pushing me towards jesus it's just draining me yeah so that's another question are the relationships you're in are they draining you are they pushing you forward are they life-giving yeah yeah no i think i think that's i think that's a big big deal um because that what if if you start measuring what is life-giving for you you know what i mean like i'm gonna sound so shallow Right, I am. I'm going to sound so shallow, but I love so like two two of two of my deepest community, like places where I have deepest community, are sitting at the table with me, right? Like, um, and there are a lot. Obviously, my relate my community with you is incredible. I will never compare to you, Dana. Just so you know, (laughs) just so everyone knows, I'm not trying to be your wife. (laughs) I'm not jealous. Oh my gosh, but but like and and like obviously there's a profound there's a profound yeah, yeah. In friendship and intimacy, but what I look forward to in in times of community is actually very shallow. Like I love that we're going to be stupid. Yeah, do you know what I mean? Like like because I don't have a lot of places in my life. Right, I just go just get be, to be stupid, and mm-hmm. that's okay because that's your value and that's what you're right. looking for in a friendship. Right, right now, if if I'm if I'm looking if if I'm if I'm Viewing that my needs from an honest perspective, the ability to be stupid, right? And what I mean <laughs> stupid, I mean ridiculous, yeah, right? Just, like yeah, messing around, like just no mess around. Take, like this is again gonna sound a little deep, whatever. But like I can take my armor off. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like I, I take off the personas, I take off the veneer, all of it, um, and and be my authentic self. Not that that's not my authentic self, yeah. but right. Um, but what 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 I'm what I'm saying is that if if I really observe it. And, and analyze it correctly, it's rooted in a place of safety, mm-hmm. yeah, right? And sure. I can't have safety without true intimacy. Mm-hmm. I can't have safety without real trust. Mm-hmm. I can't have safety without a real, a, a real um, experience with you and or you, right? Like Andrew's the same way. He's not in the shot, but Andrew's the same way. Um, without having built and taken time to say, okay, I want to so bad just to be r- ridiculous, right? But like, I, I think I think we can we can we can say like the first year and a half, I was much I was kind of I don't want to say guarded, we're but, the but we were testing Damn. the waters, right? Damn. Like, yeah, I think for the first year, I wasn't sure Felipe even liked me. <laughs> just kidding, Felipe. Well, I was super intimidated by Dana. <laughs> Ooh, I was. Let's talk about it. No, Felipe was just super quiet around me and because so, I well yeah it, you know like and people do this with Lisa, my wife as well. Like she's like, why are people like so like. Straight with me. <laughs> and well, I just wanted to, I guess I never wanted to come across, to be honest. Again, the part of like the journey is I never wanted you to have any sort of perception that I wanted to get something from you. Mm, that's you know? Good. And I feel like honestly, like our wives do that work for us too, especially us in our in our field, where like our wives are like <laughs> just for sure, scoping, for right? Sure. 
And I just wanted Diane, I wanted to earn her trust, to be honest, and earn your trust, right? And um, that's kind of like why I was being quiet. I keep to myself when I don't feel very comfortable. Gotcha. Um, but um, it took us a while. Yeah, it took yeah, us a long time. Did. And we never rushed it, I would say. And we never kind of like, but there were moments that we were, and I would say though, friction is a big part of authentic community. Yep. One million percent. Because what happens after friction is actually what defines Your where friendship. that relationship was. Bro, yep. that's brilliant. I love this. Hold yep. on, hold on, hold on, hold on. That's Go sick, dude. Say that Cause, again. Because you and I had friction. And after the friction, it was like, okay, here we go. We start We start here. Mm -hmm. I remember I was on the phone in my restroom in my house, and I was telling Cruz, we were making a big decision about culture. And it, we, he wanted to go. We were like a little bit different ways. And uh, we ended up having like an hour conflict. It wasn't like, oh, yeah. No, mm -hmm. but it was kind of like disagreement. Yeah. And um, at the end of the day, you know, I, I submitted. I was like, okay, it's your call. Somebody, to, you know, but he made room for me to kind of like sure. express Share. myself. Uh -huh. We didn't, it, the conversation ended well. And at the end, it was, there was like resolution. There was like understanding. We, we said, hey man, I love you. I love that we can have these kind of conversations. Yeah. And then usually after that, I would say, if you were to put well, step one, two, three, four for authentic community, to me, confrontation needs to be pretty early in the game there. 100%. To know if it's actually going to make it. Yeah. If you're best friends with your best friend, but you never got mad at each other. I mean, I don't want to say something that I'm going to regret, but so you're not no. best friends. I you're mean, not. I agree because you ain't you, best friends. Yeah, you don't you don't have the capacity to have a disagreement. So you don't have those muscles built up. So if that doesn't happen in friendship, what's going to happen in marriage? Oof. Bro, you, you don't hold on, though. You don't have the discipline. So <laughs> good like luck in marriage. No, bro, I'm, being, to, I'm to so blessed. No, no, I'm, to slow down. I'm so blessed right now, bro. I'm like, why am I here right now? Like Oh, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. I want to come back to friction. But you just said, if you don't have the capacity for disagreement, if you, if my relationships don't have the capacity for, for disagreement. disagreement, then they're a fallacy. Mm -hmm. That's not a real relationship. That's, that's, still, that's still built on similar interest es un it's, capricho mm -hmm. and it's it's a soft life I believe I the Lord Spanish. That's I funny. believe the Lord has called Capichu. us to live hard and to do hard things right that's something that we we encourage like do the hard thing confrontation is a hard thing but yeah. if you're always on the soft side then that's the life you're gonna live you're wow. not gonna be able to do hard things in any other aspect of wow. your life because you haven't developed any of those muscles here's what I think Here, or not what I think what I'm thinking as I'm hearing you guys talk about this right now this is incredible I'm reminded of the scripture that says a brother of a, uh, a, there's a friend that sticks closer than a brother and a friend is born and a brother is born adversity. from a time for a time of adversity I always thought it was like man whenever I'm going through adversity I'm going to get a friend that comes and stands by mm. my side but no. no way dude that friend that will stand by my side is born in the times where he and I have adversity yes yeah. for sure you know what I'm saying like that friend that sticks closer than a brother is forged that relationship is galvanized yeah. in times where you and I have been. Yeah. I love that you brought up the times where you and I had friction um, because we're both very stubborn and very bullheaded and very, and not even, we're not stubborn for no reason. We know what we want. We know where we're going. Um, and inevitably, when especially if you're, not if, because you're people of high capacity, not just Philippe and Diana, but you listening, you're a person of high capacity. That's why you're listening to podcasts. That's you're right, strengthening, you know? Um, but <clears throat> because you're a person of high capacity, you're going to attract what you are. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Right? You, that's what you're going to do. If you want to get, if you want to get a real measure of who you are, look at your friends. Yeah. Oof. That's if you're who the you best are. one in the room, stop. I'll you stop gotta go. Bishop T.D. Jake says, if you're the smartest person in the room, you need to get a new room. Mm -hmm. Right? Um, anyway, um, my whole point, my whole point to that was this, right? Like, so like, because inevitably there with high capacity people, people who think people who have a vision, inevitably there is going to be an impasse. Mm -hmm. Inevitably, we're going to come to a place of disagreement mm -hmm. inevitably. Right. And I think you and I, Philippe, in the last three years, because we really like prime culture brought us together. The Lord brought us together. Right. Yeah. But like, yeah, sure. um, I can think of about just off the top of my head, about four or five times where we had like real disagreement, like, mm -hmm. you know, where we were texting back How and forth. How many do we have? I'm just kidding. <laughs> it's been 25 years, probably about two, just two. Yeah, right. <laughs> well, I feel like you guys know each other so well now that you don't. It's not as much. No, no it's, it's, it's definitely not as much, as but much. it was horrible yeah. <laughs> before. Yeah, it was bad. Yeah. It was bad. Um, but I, I look, I look, and the reason I'm, I'm pointing, I'm pointing us out is because, I mean, obviously the context of marriage is a little bit different, but yeah. not really, but it is. Um, but you should be friends with who you marry first. Oh, for sure, bro. Sidebar. For yeah. sure. 
But I remember when I look back at those moments where we had adversity with each other, on the other side of it, because we both fear the Lord, we both wanted the best for the thing we were a part of, and we genuinely care for each other, right? Like, like I love you, mm-hmm. you know? Like, I, I love you. Tim Ross, he blessed me. I was watching a, one of his episodes, which, mm-hmm. by the way, The Basement with Tim Ross, it's a great podcast. Right. Um, but Tim Ross said this about one of his best friends, and he, and he said— Look, I'm not ashamed to say this. I'm in love with this man. (laughs) He said, I am in love Love with this man and my wife knows it and she's okay with it, you know, but I am, I love you. Like, I love Love what you bring to my life. I love what you do to my mind. I, 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 I use this, I use this con, this, uh, this statement, um, it's like Mary and Elizabeth, remember? And like Elizabeth was yeah. carrying John the Baptist, Mary was carrying Jesus. Mary kept in the, went in the room and John the Baptist jumped. Mm-hmm. I feel that way about you. Whenever you're around me, the baby jumps, you know? Um, but <laughs> I know <laughs> you make the baby jump, bro. It's weird, but it's <laughs> biblical. Um, anyways, my whole point is this. My point is that like, but when I look at those moments of adversity, that's what brought us closer. Mm-hmm. Right, like, like I saw your integrity. I saw your character. Yeah, I saw your your ability to serve something bigger than yourself, and vice versa. There are moments where I where I've conceded to you too, or it's like, yeah, yeah, you know yeah. what? Hey, like, and I love that about this, right? Because yeah. it's mutual. Again, it'd be hypocritical if it was like, oh no, no, my bro, like, like it's you, always me, my bro. You got, you got to pull my rank. I mean, I'm gonna pull my rank, my bro. Yeah, you know what I'm saying like, but no, that's dude. authentic community. Yes. You were able to yes. have a first relationship, and then there was friction, which helps deepen the relationship because you are seeing each other in a different light. Right, 100%. Exactly. What I was going to say is that I... I get to know things about people that I have confrontation with that I wouldn't know exactly. outside of confrontation. Right. Exactly. So then your true self comes out in confrontation, right? Bro, bro that's a word. It's like it, it really comes out. So your values are going to come out. Your intentionality is going to come out. What's important to you is going to come out. Yeah. Your agenda is going to come Sheesh. out. And then once I see that, I'm like, okay, cool. He's He's cool. He wants the same thing that I want. Most most times that you have confrontation between friends that have similar values, etc., you'll end up realizing that you're kind of wanting to go to the same place in yes, different ways. Yes. So then that's when like you'll be like, well, you know what? Let's do that. I don't. I'm not too married to that. And usually you kind of like reconcile through that, right? right? right. But to me, yeah, exactly what Dana said. Like I I saw things about you. I'm like, oh, okay. He's for real. But again, you know? without confrontation, you, you cannot have a deep relationship. Because you'll never get to see each other in a different life. Now, what do you think? What do you think is on the other side of confrontation? For example, in an authentic relationship, what do you think is what keeps a good relationship, um, like intact, despite confrontation? What is that thing that you're like? I'm still kind of like here, even though we're fighting. For example, like when I fight with my wife, I ain't getting divorced after a fight. Right. It's right. like understood. Oh. Does yeah. that make sense? Oh, yeah, yeah. 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 It's like. You understand? I understand. <laughs> we ain't getting divorced, right? Yeah, right. Yeah, so yeah, then, yeah. The, the the also the um, the context of the the disagreement doesn't get doesn't escalate to a place where it's toxic, or in anything like that. So should we have something like that in friendships, where when there's disagreement, you kind of don't like when you don't take it personal in a way. Yeah. I mean, there's sometimes that your friends are calling you out personally. You know, <laughs> it's a different story. But, hey, what if the Lord wants you to be to- uh, friends with your toxic friend? Ooh, that's a, that's, <laughs> that's not a, a word for me. That's, I mean, a, that's, <laughs> a, that's a different. That, I think that's a different conversation, yeah, I right? Know. Because that's I was just like ju- jumping I, it out. I want to do. I want to do a teaching at at Prime Culture called "How to Hug a Vampire." And how to have relationships with people that suck the life out of you. Yeah. Ooh. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, because like, I, I'm so interested. On that vein, Do it now. like the Lord calls Do us. It now. The Lord calls us to certain people, you know? Yeah. And so if you're there for that reason, then you know what it is. So. Yeah. No, I, here's, here's what I think. I think that um, on the other side or, or in the context of confrontation and tension and friction with friends, mm. I think that number one, if, if we're going to have friction, make sure it's fair. Mm. Right. There's a difference between friction, disagreement, um, and, and even confrontation versus being nasty. Right. And being nasty is like being mean, being passive aggressive, disrespectful, disrespectful, not fighting fair. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I think if you're, if, if we're going to fight, let's fight to fix the problem, not fix the blame. Yeah. Yeah. Unfortunately, like for the ladies, that's where it's hard for us. Are you saying the ladies are petty? Is no, what you're saying? I mean, I heard. We definitely can be because 
as women, we create such incredible narratives in, in our head? own mind. No way. Finally, <laughs> somebody finally admitted admits it. it. Fi- we've I known this. Right. <laughs> we've known incredible. this our whole lives. I'm going to text my wife. It's incredible <laughs> what we come up with. Legit. Like that story in our head is so real to us yeah. that we are mad for motives, reasons that are probably not true on the other side. So that's why I think conversations must, those are conversations that have to, have to be had. Yeah. I think, I think like, like we would with any significant interaction, right? Here's what's crazy to me. And we're not talking dating, but I'm going to use the context of dating, right? Like we go more, we go through more of an interview process to get an apartment Mm. or to lease a car (laughs) than we do to get a boyfriend, to get a boyfriend. Or, right? a or a girlfriend, uh-huh. right? And I think I think that I think that the the vetting process or the making sure we have a clear understanding process should be the same, um, whether it's romantic or just fr- if it's friendship, right? Say, hey, what are the boundaries of my friendship? Yeah, right. What where, where where are we at? Hey, is this something like like I, I've got a couple of friends in my life, and I think well, I've done it in a roundabout way with you, maybe not as directly, but like I've with you, Felipe, like I, you know, where it's like, hey, is this something I can speak into? Yeah, yeah. Hey, is this something that I, you know, and likewise, like, you know, you've like, you've said it to me. Yeah, like, hey, man, I, I like, like to use the, 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 the phrase with, with Cruz, like, can I speak freely? Yeah. Mm. I say that. Yeah. And then it kind of like preps you to say like, you're about to speak. Uh, you're, you're about yeah, to we're, shoot we're, we're about to shoot some shots. I think that's key, especially for young adults. Cause I think young adults have such a hard time with communication. Mm. So you're asking them to do something that maybe they haven't quite developed yet, but now we're bringing awareness to like, hey guys, you got to develop your communication skills right, yeah. with right. one another, with your friendships, with whatever. Right, and so I think I think really, really managing the expectations that way and understanding the parameters or the boundaries of a friendship allows us to view the times of friction and confrontation and static with more objectivity than subjectivity. Right, right? and emotion. Right, you know, and and it, and it becomes. Why less than why? Why are my friends turning against me? Mm-hmm. Right when all they're doing, sis, is disagreeing that that's the best choice for your life. Yeah. For sure. But now everyone's against you right. because they they stopped agreeing with you. Yeah. First of all, sis, or hey, bruh. First of all, is that the kind of friends you want to have? Yeah. Like, so that's the extent of your relationship. Then, really, that we're only friends based on whether or not you agree with me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well then that's a red flag alert for sure, right? Um, and the reason I think, the, the, re- the reason I'm bringing up it's important to know what to expect and it's important to know what you signed up for is this. Proverbs 27 says it this way, better better are the wounds of a friend, mm-hmm. right? A friend, better are the wounds of a friend who will correct out of love and concern. Mm. Wow. If we've established the framework that, hey, I love you enough to correct you, to confront you. Right. Dude, I love you too much to see you going down a road right. that I think is going to hurt you or your family or your ministry yeah. or your calling, yeah. you're, you know? And then also think about the other side of the coin. Like how much courage does your friend have to have oh, yeah. to confront you in that manner? Right. Like all the sweat that she or he is like, dang, should I, shouldn't I, should I, should they have to step into courage and now they're legit showing you how much they actually love you because they had to step into this place of courage to come speak to you. No, absolutely, yeah. right? And so you guys, listen, I, as as you're processing what we're talking about, I think that that's got to become a big deal to you, understanding the boundaries of the relationships you're in and the community you're in. Because we all have, we all have different circles and bubbles we're in. And sometimes it's like, okay, th- these are my college friends and yeah. we do... P- group projects together. They're not really necessarily speaking into my life, mm-hmm. but I do have my circle. I have got my prime circle and we yeah. do life together. We're chasing Jesus and pursuing Jesus and growing in the word together. They're the ones that speak into my life, yeah, et cetera, yeah, yeah. right? Um, and so I think really having a clear understanding of a friend and what the boundaries of that friendship are yes. and, and what the expectations of that friendship are, I think that, that helps you so much. Expectation management. I could speak on that forever. All day, right? Like, have um, you ever taken the- life have you ever taken the time to tell your friend what you expect of them exactly. in your friendship no people just assume it yeah. and, then, yes. and they you assume weren't there for me i right. didn't know i was supposed to be right. here i didn't know exactly. you wanted me to be i didn't know, you know? we had graduated to level three of our <laughs> friendship. exactly and Bro. that's the problem it's communication skills most young adults 
don't know how yeah. to speak to one another. Bro, I was just I was just taught this or reminded of that principle that you just brought up. I was just reminded of that principle this week um, when when we went to the airport. Right, so we have I have a, we have this friend. Yeah, yeah, I know, right? I know okay. what you're talking about. Yeah. Um, and and he goes he 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 hears that we're going on a trip. He's like, hey, let me take you to the airport. And I said, no, man, we're good. Right? He's like, no, let me do this for you, Cruz. Right? And I'm just like, okay, cool. Um, and so on the way that we're like, I'm like, bro, but like we leave at five. The the flight leaves at five fifteen. That was a crazy flight, by the way, yo. Yeah. I know, bro. Like we leave at five fifteen. You have to like, bro. I'm about to ask you to be at my house at three forty five a.m. Bro, I, I think that's asking you too much. He says, bro, like, I love you. I'm your friend. Why wouldn't I do this for you? Mm. Right? And I was just like, and he was on time. <laughs> <laughs> you know? And like, like his, his, like his excitement, his enthusiasm, like it was contagious. And I just thought, man, like, first of all, I want to be a better friend. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know? For sure. Right? But secondly, it was just like, man, like, I didn't know we were on this level. Yeah, yeah. Right. And so it made me talk about and think about and and on, on the on the way there, he's like, no, man, like he goes, This is the least I could do. Like, you're always speaking to me about my marriage. You're always speaking into me about my how to how to father my kids. Like, no, man, like I, I want to do this for you, right? I think it's important to have that com- those types of conversations. Mm-hmm. Hey, I want to be this kind of friend to you. You know, I see our relationship, our friendship in this regard. What do you think? Like, yeah. you know, what comes into my mind is the yeah. thought of, of Jonathan and David, mm. where Jonathan goes and expresses his friendship for David, right? And there's a, there's it's King beautiful. David and Jonathan is the prince. He's the crown prince of Israel. Um, but he goes and he says, listen, this is the kind of friend I want to be to you. I'm going to take off my, my, my armor. I'm going to take off my Jeez. sword and give them to you. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm handing this to you. I'm, I'm handing you my vulnerability mm. and I'm giving you authority in my yeah. life. Right it's now, beautiful. I'm not saying go hand that off to everybody, but like and not on the second or third day though either. Absolutely right. not. Yeah. But I think having conversations maybe that'll help a lot. Hey, let's have conversations about what our friendship is. This journey we're on. Yep. Amos chapter three verse three says it this way: How can two walk together okay. if they don't agree? Yeah, that's a wedding. You know, that's always a wedding. Yeah. But it's a relation. It's a yeah, re- yeah. it's a relational scripture, right? Like, how can we walk together, man? Like, how many times? Like, I'll tell you probably dozens, like I've either felt some kind of way towards my friends because they didn't do something for me that I assumed, that I assumed. they knew they were supposed to yeah, do. For example, maybe you're like, maybe you just got around some new friends at church or something and you're expecting them to invite you everywhere Every- right now. You're And you're brokenhearted because maybe they're not there yet. And yeah. they haven't they haven't agreed to your expectation yet. Or maybe they forgot. They maybe they le- just legit forgot. Yeah. <laughs> but you're feeling some type of way at home, crying, and it's like guys. Man, now that we're talking about this, to me, expectation management is uh, is very essential in authentic community. Absolutely. And you can't have expectation management if you don't have difficult conversations yeah. or just conversations. Or just talk. Communicate. Just talk. Yes. Communicate. Just right? conversations. Like, like, period. How would that change, right? Like, because uh, I hear this and not all the time, but I hear it once in a while. And I'm like, and it's like, oh, Pastor, I was like, hey, how come you're not hanging out with them but anymore? But whatever. And it's like, nah, it's because they don't invite me anywhere. I'm like, have you told them you want to go? Exactly. I promise, like, listen, don't don't be that friend that you think everyone should be thinking about you. Yeah. But you want to go, yeah. go include yourself. Yeah. Hey, what are, what are y'all doing at the church? Yeah. Hey, what are we doing after culture night? Mm-hmm. Hey, can I come? Oh, y'all got a group text? Mm. Put me on. What I got to do to be in the group text? <laughs> Instead, but what happens? We assume the worst. Yeah. yeah. No one accepts me. No one wants mm-hmm. me. I go get hurt. And then I leave the church. For real. <laughs> You took for it real? all the way over there. <laughs> for real. I mean, bro, unfortunately, bro. we've seen it. But yeah, yeah no, for real. Yeah. Right? True, but everything, true. look, everything else in the real world works this way. I didn't just want internet at my house when I moved in. I paid for it. You know what I did? I called Spectrum. You communicated. Yeah. Right? And but then again, when- you do when you have that conversation. You have to be ready again. Because again, depending on the timeline that you do it. If you go if you go too soon, too fast, you might be rejected, not because they're not interested, but because they have boundaries. Right. They're not ready for that yet. Right. Does that make sense? Right. So you have to ask. That's why I'm saying it's it's a journey. You get there with time. You're not gonna tell the first person that you meet at Crave and you sit down, <laughs> you're gonna tell them all your your everything that's wrong with your life. You won't. So to me, it requires time. But yes, you have to say, hey. Can I can I be a part? Hey, what are you guys doing? To me, that'll be the f- most freeing question ever. Is like, what are you guys doing this weekend? Yep. Now you have an opportunity. <laughs> what are you guys friends. doing this weekend? I feel like that needs to come back. 
For real. <laughs> like, what For are real. you guys doing tonight? What are you doing after church? I feel like nobody talks. Can you not just say that? It's like a personal pet peeve of mine. I'm like going to rant. <laughs> Go on it's the like, rant, bro. So Help many us people, out. So many people in church life are just spending the, the evening by themselves because they just didn't ask their friends what they were doing. I know. The, you know the scripture says? True. The scripture says, if you're going to have friends, show yourself friendly. Show mm. yourself friendly. If Not your friends, friends show you that they're friendly. Yeah, yeah. Show yourself yes. friendly. It's hey, what, Not what, creepy, what, friendly. <laughs> Sorry. Are we ending this? <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, what are we doing? Are, are we going to go eat after church? Y'all want to go eat? Oh, yeah, we were. Oh, yeah, we were. You know what I'm saying? Like, look, if especially if you're the new friend. If yeah. you're the new friend... Bro, you're walking into something that's already a rhythm that's already yeah. existed. Yeah, yeah. For a minute, right? Like just find like find find the seam to throw yourself in that yeah. thing, man. You know? Yeah. Like, and if you're, like do that thing. And if you're the group of friends, put yourself in the position of that one first friend who's trying to just fit in right, right. now. Right. And like, be mindful. Be mindful. Be mindful. Be thoughtful. Be mindful. Go a little bit of above and beyond. Hey, are do you have anywhere to sit? Hey, you know? Yeah. I remember the first time one of our young adults that, was, that used to be on our worship team, Ozzy. First time I met him, Love I invited Ozzie. him. I invited him to um to a Thanksgiving uh, party in my house, and he hadn't even joined the worship team yet. And then eventually we found out he played drums and all that. Uh, but it just uh, it just came with a, what are you doing? Yeah. What are you doing right now? Yeah. Show yourself friendly. Yeah, I think that's a big deal. So let's land the plane, right? Let's let's give the culture some practical things if we can recap it. A little yeah, bit. let's recap. So number one is if you're going to be known fully, fully right? So fully seen, fully known. Fully seen, fully known. Understand that authentic community requires some building. Some mm. time. Right? It takes time. It's not overnight, but I don't want something that's overnight. Yeah. Right? It takes time. So let it grow. Let it build. Enjoy the process. Right? That's a big deal. Yeah. yeah. That's a big deal. I think number two is um, ask the questions. Talk. Have conversations. Communicate. Communicate. <laughs> Save yeah, your I, life. Think, I think that's a I think that's a big deal. Um, let's do some more rapid fire. Just some quick As you some, some quick one liners for what to me would be it would be um, you have to have the right boundaries with uh, with authentic community, and you also have to just give it time. I can't stress that enough. You know, friendships that I built over a weekend. You know, maybe at the wrong place at the wrong time. I don't have those friends right now. Yeah. But friends that I decided to just keep on, that I decided to go through confrontation, which by the way could be one of them, is like you need to fight with your friends. Yeah. Like yeah. the right way, you know? But right. you need it. You need to see their qualities. You need to see their values. And also you need to like get to, you need to like agree that you're going to disagree. And that's okay. Yeah, I think I think people use that whole that whole uh, scripture, iron sharpens iron, right? It's like, do you understand what that means? <laughs> that do, means friction. <laughs> do you understand friction and heat? And on the other side, it says, so does the face of one friend to another. We're right? gonna we're gonna smack we're faces. Gonna, we're gonna smack. <laughs> <laughs> we're throwing down, man. You know, but there's yeah. gonna be some friction, but it's gonna sharpen me. It's you know. Mm -hmm. So I think. Um, I think that's I think that's a big deal for authentic community. Like, who am I becoming by belonging to this? Mm -hmm. Right? Yeah. Who, who am I becoming? And in that expectation management, yeah, with friends in your community as you're building, manage your own expectations first for the community you're in, for the friendships you're yeah. pursuing. Yeah. Have conversations as you learn to communicate, even if it's awkward at first. Just talk. Yeah. yeah, you know one thing I will, I will give a shout out to to the culture and to our young adults. Like I think I think this is the funniest thing, right? I think it's the funniest thing. But I'm just gonna give a kudos to the to to the culture. Like every once in a while, like I'll watch social media. I'll be looking at social media and I'll see like one of our young adults post like, "Oh man, I'm house sitting for my friend." Do you know what I'm saying? And it's like I'm walking their dog or something. I think that's the dopest thing. Yeah. You know what I mean, I think that's super dope. If you're Why? walking your friend's dog, you care about your friend. 100%, bro. Like, I think that's super dope. Like, so shout out to you guys. Like, we're sharing principles of wisdom and things that are help. We're not saying that you're not building and walking in authentic oh, community. 100%. Uh, like, because yeah. I honestly believe that the Lord has, I, I, I do, I think we have the best. Like, I think, yeah. like, when I look at the community that's being built at Prime Culture, I agree. I think, I think we have the best. I think God is doing something very, very special at Prime. Yeah. And authentic, I do. for real. I, I feel do. like it's so authentic and organic. Authentic is, uh, is sticky. It's yeah. really hard. Once you're in it, yes. it's really hard to get out of it. Yeah. Because you know, it's real. Because good friends 
just make it hard for you to get away. I you agree, know? man. I agree. Man, this was, this was very, very this good. This is good. Um, so, yo, listen... Thank you for listening. And um, let's be good friends to people, yeah. right? Let's have good friendships. Um, enjoy the friendships. Let them bring life to you. And uh, on that note, I'm grateful for you. Thank you for being my friend. We're for grateful friend. for you. We love you. Oh, love you, man. I love you too. Ah, okay. Peace. Hey, thanks for rocking with us. We love you guys so, so much. Hopefully this was helpful. I think this was a great conversation, by the way. I, think I, love, this was, I love doing this. This is cool. I think this is a super great conversation. Um, love you guys. Hey, don't forget to tag us. Um, drop us a review, a comment, like, turn on notification. Alert, alert, alert. <laughs> <laughs> turn on notifications, hit the subscribe, all of that. Um, and thank you for authentically being a part of this community. Yes, we love you. You know, our heart is to bring you as much value as possible. I'm going to shout out. I've, I've never done this. I've never done this ever. So it's just, a, it's occurred to me because something that Andrew and I have been uh, dreaming and scheming and he's really just kind of pushing the envelope with it. And I'm, I'm grateful for him and the vision God is giving him is establishing a, um, a legit, authentic community with our digital platforms, mm. right? And finding a way and asking the Lord to give us some perspective on how to build what we feel in the room at Culture Night and just at large with what God is doing in Prime Culture in El Paso to find a way to do that with in our digital space yeah, yeah. with all our friends and everyone that rocks with the culture that doesn't live in El Paso. Yeah. So I'll just say this, if you're not in El Paso and you know who you are, you watch every week and you listen all the time, um, I just want to say thank you for being a part of this of, of this community. We're so grateful for you. We're grateful sure. that God has sent you to us. We love you. And I'll say this, okay? Ready? Here we go. If you shoot me a DM, I won't speak for Felipe, but I will speak for me and Diana. If you're not part, if you're not in El Paso, but you're part of our online community and you're in part of everything that God is doing on all our in our digital space, shoot me a DM. Shoot Diana a DM. And we'd love to meet you, like for real. Like, let's let's hang. We'll do a Zoom session or something, and we'll just get a chance to talk and I'll see just crush it. <laughs> and we'll just see what we'd we would love to connect with you that way. I, it just occurred to me, right? Like, that's kind of dope, right? For real. I mean that. Shoot me a DM. Uh, would love to meet you. And so, on that note, we love you guys. Good talk. Bye. Until next time. <laughs> love you. We love you. Peace.